We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Tuesday, March the 8th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. On today's show, I break down this afternoon's game as South Carolina baseball returns to action, looking to get back to winning ways. They take on Xavier in the midweek at Founders Park. Guys, I'll break down the game in its entirety. First things first, of course, we'll talk Musketeers. They're pitching, they're hitting also, of course, South Carolina, who they're starting on the bump, what to watch for in this game, key player for tonight, and I'll lock in my prediction as well. Guys, got a packed show for you in this Tuesday. Of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at the Spurs Up Show store. Guys, TSUS.store, that's TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet for all of your merchandise needs, including t-shirts, hoodies, long sleeves, koozies, stickers, flags, you name it, we've got it against the best merchandise and we're constantly updating and dropping new pieces all the time. So again, guys, be sure to check us out, TSUS.store, that's TSUS.store, the best game Cox merchandise on the internet. Let's get it. Boys and girls, happy Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show. As always, we have got a packed show, a lot to get into because, of course, it is game day. South Carolina baseball taking on the Xavier Musketeers, which, by the way, in case you were wondering, and maybe you already knew this, I never actually knew what Xavier's mascot was because, of course, their logo is simply just an X, and I don't think I'd ever done my research or gone out of my way to look it up and see what is Xavier's mascot. But here we are, the Xavier Musketeers coming to Founders Park as the Gamecocks take on Xavier at 3 o'clock, not 7, 3 o'clock today at the yard. So, again, going to be a really fun day, going to be a great time. And, again, guys, we have got a ton to discuss around the game. A lot of other things to dive into as well, guys. First things first. I want to apologize for there being no podcast yesterday. As you all know, um, 
We have joined the Blue Wire Network, if you will, in regards to podcasts. And so we have changed over hosting platforms, if you will. Well, long story short, we had changed things over, getting the RSS feed redirected. And unfortunately, that was not done in time for me to actually be able to upload the podcast yesterday. I was kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place with the red circle feed, if you will, where we were previously being redirected. So I couldn't upload it there. And then the blue wire stuff took longer than I expected. So again, guys, I do apologize. And I guess in kind of a, in kind of a, a, a weird way, it sort of went with the entire theme of this past weekend with, you know, baseball, losing basketball, women's basketball. And it was just kind of crazy how that all happened. And so I guess maybe it was for the best that we didn't have to all relive that together on the podcast yesterday. But again, guys, I do apologize. You guys know I'm not about that. You know, I'm not about getting out the shows and I like to be on a schedule. And I like you guys to know when the podcast is going to drop. So again, don't fear, don't fret, don't think, oh, all of a sudden we're not going to drop shows on Monday anymore. Um, that is the case. Like I said, we were just kind of stuck between migrating the RSS feed, which is basically like your URL of your podcast from the Red Circle platform to Blue Wire. But we are good now. We are locked in. Um, and also, do not be surprised over the next few weeks if you start hearing more ads on the show. And again, that's the entire reason or one of the biggest reasons we're partnered with Blue Wire. They're going to help us achieve national partnerships as you guys had heard about before. So again, that's uh, that's sort of the rundown right now. And again, guys, really feels good to be back and be talking with you all. You know, got it up yesterday. Could have uploaded the show like six or seven o'clock, but by then it was just like, it feel, kind of feels dated and kind of feels like there's no point. So either way, you know what? We had enough of a therapy Monday on the Daily Crow and I'm sure all of you as we're still licking our wounds. And again, hopefully we get back to those winning ways Tonight, guys, also before we get going, I am very, very excited to announce we have a new business partner and we have a new sponsor for the Spurs Up show, Marissa Kennedy, Coldwell Banker, uh, Marissa Kennedy of Coldwell Banker, guys, again, really, really excited to partner with her. You know, I'm passionate about partnering with small businesses and I always thought it would be, you know, kind of a no brainer would make a ton of sense to partner with like individual businesses, for example, real estate agents you know, insurance agents, all that good stuff where you're really self-promoting and self-branding yourself and, and really excited after conversation, Marissa Kennedy of Colwell Banker and I have come to an agreement. So again, you're going to start hearing her stuff, her information, her name as well. Again, guys, you might be asking yourself, who is Marissa Kennedy? Well, well, the show is brought to you by Marissa Kennedy of Colwell Banker. She's a realtor and founding member of the number one Colwell Banker team in South Carolina. Yes, number one, no big deal, huh? They're a team that helped over 250 families last year. They work with buyers and sellers in Columbia and the surrounding areas as well. Guys, they have premium advertising to sell your home faster. They have high-quality pictures and videos as well. And guys, you're going to be seeing us sharing her listings and sharing their listings via social media as well. And in 2021, they sold homes for, on average, 5.4% more than their competition. Guys, we're in a seller's market right now, in case you did not know, but Marissa's able to get buyers under contract and in new homes by being available to show homes as soon as they hit the market, collaborating with listing agents to write offers that meet the needs and wants of the sellers, and keeping up clear communication throughout the entire process to ensure we make it to the closing table without a hitch. Again, guys, reach out to Marissa today, a fantastic person, fantastic realtor. She's so good at what she does, so personable as well. Again, give her a call, 803 406 1800 again that's 803-406-1800 also be sure to go like her on facebook marissa kennedy realtor it's marissa kennedy realtor on facebook and guys of course you will see us sharing her stuff on facebook instagram twitter all throughout social media but again really excited for this new opportunity really excited also 
for you guys. Because again, if you're in this local area, if you're looking for a home and you need a realtor, look no further than Marissa Kennedy of Coldwell Banker. Again, part of the number one Coldwell Banker team in the state of South Carolina. All right, so exciting stuff there. With that being said, guys, let's dive into it as South Carolina baseball returns to action today. This afternoon at Founders Park, of course, game was supposed to be at 7 o'clock tonight. That has been bumped up to 3 o'clock. So, again, a little afternoon action at the yard for yours truly. But, again, the game, of course, at Founders Park, I believe it's being broadcasted on SEC Network Plus. I'm not 110% sure, but I would assume with the game being at home, it will be on SEC Network Plus. Xavier, the Big East, their head coach is Billy O'Connor. Thus far, they're out to a 2-9 and nine start. So, again, it has been a rough start. They got swept by Alabama on opening weekend. That's the only SEC team they have played. But 2-9, and nine, this past weekend, actually, they lost two of three to USC Upstate. So, again, should be a good opportunity for South Carolina as it's looking its wounds to get back to winning ways, like I said, and get back in the W column. Uh, you look at the Musketeers. Uh, their pitching staff. 5.64 team ERA, and they will throw right at pitcher Miles Halligan in the game today. He's 0-0 with a 6.23 ERA. On the hitting side of things, they're hitting 240s a team. Uh, some good players, though, players to watch for. You got Jack Housinger hitting 333, two homers and seven RBI. How about this one? Luke Franzoni hitting 325 right now, but with seven home runs in 11 games. Seven home runs in 11 games, 15 RBI for him. And then Jerry Hunt Zinger hitting 275, one homer, five ribbies, but he's also six for six in stolen bases. So, again, if he does get aboard, he's a guy to watch for on those base paths. Guys, let's move to the South Carolina side of things. The starting pitcher, we don't know because the Gamecocks are TBA, TBA on the mound, which, you know, I, I think, unfortunately, guys, with the injuries that you have right now with Bosnick and James Hicks obviously being out for the year, you know, it's not going to surprise me at all if you're seeing a lot of TBAs for the midweek, just because until you find an established and, and Josiah Seitler, maybe when he comes back, but until you find someone that you can establish and say, hey, this is our Tuesday guy every single Tuesday, you know, I think it's just going to be Johnny Holstaff. I think it's going to be, hey, who did we not have to use of the weekend? Because, of course, winning on the weekend, that's the priority. But I think it's going to be TBA a lot for this team. Now, when you look at what to watch for, guys, and I could really just spend the entire show talking about this one alone, and that is adversity. And how does this team inevitably respond to adversity, right? Um, you get swept by your rival, things are never good. You get swept by your rival, things are never good. Um, you know, with the way things went over the weekend and really the start of the season as a whole, because I, I think fans had, had grumbling, had concerns, you know what you're facing in regards to injuries. And you are really left trying to pick up the pieces after a tough, tough weekend against Clemson. What I'm most looking for, though, is, again, how does this team respond? Does this team respond the right way? Listen, baseball is a game of adversity, right? You're going to inevitably hit it. It's a game of failure. The question isn't, do you fail? Because you will indeed fail in this game. The question is, how do you respond to that failure? Do you let it break you, right? Do you let it define you when you have bad weekends or bad games? Because, hey, still, we're only 11 games in this season, guys. We're only 11 games in. There's a lot of baseball to be played, bottom line. There's a lot of baseball to be played. So the season's not over. 
it's it's not over, not even close to over. And I know people look at the schedule right now, you know, Texas upcoming this weekend, and we'll, we'll talk about them in a couple of days, but Texas, then you got, you know, you got Tennessee, then you got Vanderbilt, and fans start to think to themselves, well, this, this could get really ugly, this could get out of hand. But if you can build positive momentum, maybe that, maybe that is, is an area for opportunity. It is an area for opportunity for this team of, hey, we can turn this thing around. We can gain some positive momentum. We can show that that sweep we suffered against our rivals, not us. That's not us. But it starts with responding to adversity the right way. Do we see a bunch of guys hanging their heads? And is it, is it a disconnected locker room? And a bunch of guys are saying, oh, well, woe is me. You know, we don't have this guy or that guy. Or I'm doing this, doing that. We're not going to get it done. Or do we see dudes, and again, even if you beat Xavier 15 to nothing, it's not going to solve all your problems, right? But it starts with games like this. It starts with, hey, this is a game, man. Have fun. Have fun. Play the game with joy. Play the game like a Michael Braswell does. Um, you know, enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself and get after it and go win a ball game and, and start to get hot, man. There's a bunch of guys on this team, especially in this lineup, that need to get hot. Uh, there's a bunch of guys on that pitching staff that, that, that need to throw and need to throw well. So how does this team respond? Do they let this past weekend, is there any sort of hangover? Do they let that sweep against the arch rival define them? Or do we see a team that responds the correct way? That's what I'm most looking forward to. Um, other thing, guys, what I'm watching for, the uncertainty on the mound. Again, who's going to throw? Who's going to pitch? Uh, at this point, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because John Gilry, the course, starting in that Sunday game at Clemson, um, I think you look at guys like sort of like Parker Coyne, Michael Braswell, of course, I think taking the mound again would be a, 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 a plus for you. Um, you know, at this point, you're just you're just so short staffed. I mean, like you, you literally can't afford you literally can't afford any more injuries. And, uh, you know, is, is Josiah Seitler close to returning? When will Julian Bosnick start throwing a baseball? Um, you know, does Matthew Becker see the mound? Does Michael Esposito? Does um you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm not 110% sure, but the uncertainty on the mound, again, who gets out there, who throws, because, again, you got to think about as well. You want to get guys work that haven't gotten work in in a while or just haven't thrown a bunch, but you've also got to look ahead to the weekend and say, okay, we got to save some of our guys for there. And, you know, <laughs> we got to save our top guys. So just the overall uncertainty on the mound, because I, I, I look at the stick solely as why you lost Clemson. I mean, listen, listen you – your pitching staff gave you about all, all they could, but, you know, we still sit at this point in the season, too, with, with, with question marks, question marks on the mound. So you got you to find those guys. Who throws tonight and can you throw well? Uh, going to be interesting to see. Uh, another thing I'm looking for, guys, is this. And I hype these dudes up a lot in the preseason. But simply put, I think you got to get more out of your transfer, guys. Um, the Brant Belks, the world, who I thought swung it really, really well on Saturday especially – uh, was hitting the baseball really, really hard. But a guy like Kevin Madden, I mean, listen, I'm not trying to pile on him and it's early in the season. And, you know, I have full confidence he's going to turn this thing around. But, you know, a guy like Kevin Madden, man, just needs to get going. I, I don't feel like you've really gotten what I was hoping for and what I was expecting out of him. Again, some of these new guys, these newcomers, and again, I, I was touting all preseason. They got to play better. And, I, and, I, and that, that, that goes for darn near everybody, too, especially in that lineup. Um, you got guys that really, really need to get hot, really need to figure it out at the plate. Uh, and, you know, if you can't do it in a game like this, this is supposed to be the, the Padger stats type of game. So, again, can you get more from those guys? Uh, going to be interesting if something starts to click tonight. Uh, another big thing I'm watching for, guys, is this. And, and simply put, just the nightly show 
that is Michael Braswell. And watching Michael Braswell play baseball, it just feels like every game it's highlight after highlight after highlight and big play after big knock after big play. And it's just becoming so much fun to watch him. Um, you kind of think to yourself, you know, what is he going to do next? You know, what, what, is, what is Michael Braswell going to do? I mean, we're talking about a kid, guys, that hit over 500 against Clemson over the weekend. So while many struggled, he did not. Um, he did not. So what, what, what is he able to do tonight? And it's just, it just watching his growth, continue to watch that, it's just so much fun. So, again, looking forward to watching Michael Braswell play baseball yet again today. Uh, and then finally, guys, what I'm looking for, Runners in scoring position, um, you're not getting them in. You're leaving guys on so much. Is there is there something they do differently philosophy-wise, or just does the execution get better? You know, how do you fix that issue? How do you fix the runners in scoring position issue, you know? Um, because it's got to get fixed. It, 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 it's just inexcusable. It's got to get fixed. It, it, it cannot happen where you are getting guys on, and for whatever reason, you cannot convert so again how do you fix it how do you fix the runners and scoring position issue I, I I don't know I don't know guys outside of just flat out executing doing your job um you know we'll see we'll see guys let's move to key player for tonight and, and this is one guys I look at Braylon Wimmer I, I look at Braylon Wimmer as a guy that needs to get going I mean there, there's so many I could put here um, I could really put the key player for tonight as being Mark Kingston and, and being able to rally this team around and, and you know what that's actually what we'll do Instead of key player for tonight, we're just going to go key Gamecock. And I'm going Mark Kingston because I, I think you're led from the top, and this team needs leadership right now. It, you know, it, it needs a voice to rally around, a person to rally around. And listen, I know many of you tuned in are not fans of Mark Kingston, and I've told you guys many times before because I'm not going to be the guy, especially 11 games into a season, calling for Mark Kingston's job, guys. I mean, again, we got a long year ahead of us. But – you know, the standards are what the standards are. And the expectations are what the expectations are. And I will never, never lower those for anyone. I will never lower those for anyone. I, I love Carolina baseball more than I like Mark Kingston. I think I've told you guys that before. Um, he's got to be the dude, though, to lead this ball club. He's got to be the dude that gets in these players' ears and says, hey, the season's not over. Hey, keep your head up. Keep your chin up. Let's go play a ball game. And let's go win a ball game today so I mean I, I think it's Mark Kingston I, I really do I, I know you know we all know there's so much pressure and he's got it on him but uh, pressure makes diamonds it's either going to to create one hell of a story this season where you you made a turnaround and you know we had the type of year we wanted or it's going to break you so the key game cock for me Mark Kingston the head coach I think he you know they, they, they've, they've got to be able to push the buttons and get this thing going in a more positive direction and going in a more positive direction quickly for sure uh guys which leads me into my prediction as the Gamecocks take on Xavier I'll tell you guys this you know how many people are actually tuned in how many are there especially with the game being moved up to three o'clock I, I doubt very many at all should be a good day for baseball though at Founders Park I do think this team which has a bunch of veterans on it by the way I do think this team will respond the right way but I, I'm very intrigued to see how they do because while you have a bunch of veterans, I mean, you got a bunch of guys from all kinds of different places. So is everyone on their own, on, on their own page, just trying to do their own thing and take care of their numbers? Or, or is this a team truly bought into one another and they're going to do everything they can to rally and, and rally the troops? And at least if nothing else, guys, we know the daunting task you have this weekend, but at least if nothing else, have a fun, successful night at the yard. 
against Xavier. I think they will do that. I think the Gamecocks do bounce back. I think it's a great night to be a hitter. I think South kind of gets the win pretty comfortably. Again, guys, Xavier not very good at all. Um, you know, they are two and nine for a reason. Got swept by Bama to open the year, lost two or three to USC Upstate. I think the Gamecocks will have their way in a game that I don't think is really ever even close. I do think it's a team that wants to, to, to get rid of the nasty taste in its mouth from over the weekend. So, again, guys, lock me in. I've got South Carolina beating Xavier. Gamecocks nine, Musketeers two. Gamecocks nine, Musketeers two. So, again, I do have South kind of getting the victory. I do think they bounce back, and I think they do respond the right way in a game that, you know, South kind of needs to figure it out quickly because, again, your schedules we talked about before will expose you and beating Xavier is not going to solve all your problems, but losing to Xavier certainly will not help. So, again, get some of your hitters going. Get guys in when they're in scoring position. Stop making it look so difficult to score runs. And, again, I think it'll be a much more fun night at the Ardenay South on a snaps or three-game losing streak. Again, lock me in Gamecocks 9, Xavier 2. So, again, guys, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, we'll see you at the yard. I will be out there. Uh, Looking forward to a really, really fun time. Again, 3 o'clock first pitch at Founders Park should be one heck of an afternoon. Guys, that's going to do it all for me. Go Cox, beat Xavier, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.